People saying they can hear it. Good. They can, huh? Excellent. From the First Amendment Sports Patriotic Basement Podcast Studios on July 3rd, one day away from July 4th. We don't have any Happy 4th, y'all. He's Tim Shragan. What's up, man? What, Happy what 4th of July. We don't Happy have any birthday, what? America. We need we, flags? We actually, yeah, we don't have flags. Well, the, the, uh, we're red, white, and blue we are red, in the, in the logo. True this. Benjamin's rocking the red, white, and blue for the uh, World Cup. We got Kevin Rico on the line. Happy What's birthday, up, buddy? America. Man, happy 4th of July, everyone. I'm so proud that the night I'm not there. My favorite Prince song is the introduction. Congratulations, gentlemen. He said it was gentlemen. for you, man. He said it was for you. I don't know why a guy who gets, he goes away twice in three weeks gets his own song to start off the show. It's one of the greatest songs ever of all time. It is. And also, uh, since, we're, since we have a very loose agenda tonight... Um, the Carlos Boozer story is circulating again um, with when he rented his house to Prince. You, you saw oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, That's amazing. In, in short, Prince completely changes his house around. Turns like this bedroom into a salon, this bedroom into a, you know, video game. Everything room. painted purple. Every carpet yeah, was purple. Like the driveway was purple. Like go, Carlos Boozer didn't even recognize the house. He walks in, he calls up his agent. He's like, we can sue him. Well, well, he'll be sued by the end of the day. And uh, he was like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sue Prince. No one wants to sue Prince. He said he gets a call from Prince from some foreign country. Prince is like, when I leave, it'll be as if I was never there. And Carl's looking around. He's like, you know, there's no way. He said he got there the next day. He goes, it was Prince. It was like, no, like, no, like he was never there. That's, it's, it's I don't amazing. know. Would you, would you rather keep it? Just be like, yes, yeah, Prince of decorated my house. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have well, to, you'd have to roll with it, I guess. The amount of money Boozer made after Prince passed away due to the fact that Prince lived in that place and did what he did was ridiculous. Eight to 12 <laughs> Boozer couldn't have won bigger. Yeah, it was a very good, uh, solid real estate Prince. investment. Yeah, it was Prince. Um, welcome to the Hogshaven, folks, all of our First Amendment Facebook friends as well uh, for Off Season on the Brink, um, our weekly frolic down uh, the red, Redskins. I don't know. Is this a frolic? frolic? Are we frolicking? I think it's, no. It's a July no, 3rd frolic. we're not frolicking. No. I know he's frolicking in Kill Devil Hills. Kevin Ricca. Um, oh, man. We're 19 deep right here looking out the Atlantic. This is just uh, doesn't get much better, man. Great place to celebrate the 4th. So it's not that we're stretching for stuff. There's always fun stuff to talk about. I thought we'd divide the show up into two quick, you know, kind of quick segments. We don't need to be here all night on July 3rd. Talk about Redskins, but um, there, you know, for this week's six pack, I was trying to think of what to write. At this time of year, it's very, very difficult. Um, but I thought the interesting news of the day was that, and I don't think it's a surprise to anyone that Jordan Reed is, is going to. Um, Maybe or may or may not make it for you know for training camp. I think the expectation is that he will or that he can, um, but they're not committing to saying that he will or that he can. Um, I have no problem with him not doing anything in August, to be quite honest with you. But uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's and it's a toe, right? It's I mean, it, we're talking and it's a Bush is a big deal. He's a big boy. Um, I, I understand. Why it's why it matters, but at the same time, man, it's not a snubbed toe. No, I no, mean, no, no, no. It's surgery, and and yeah. he's got to come back from it. He's got to be able to run. Um, he has. So the question I guess I'll pose to you, T, first is, 
Um, how much does he need to be ready for the season? How much rep? Yeah. How much action? Uh, I don't think it's absolutely necessary to get rep in a preseason game. I think you do create that stuff in practice through repping in practice. The only thing that a, a, a preseason game might be good for, preseason one, two, possibly a little bit of three, is just for the timing of it. But it's still not even at what full se- you know regular season full speed is. He, he's a pro, but at this point, I, Kevin's going to hate this, but I say I'm a prove-it guy. Right now, I'm not even worried about it. All right. right? I'm not even worried about it. If he's available, great. If he's not, then it's going to be on Vernon and the rest of the guys to get it done. I, I have total faith that Vernon's got at least one more year in him to do what he's been doing. And if Reed's available on top of it, it's just it's like it's like a cool whip. You know, it's, it's right cool on top. Whip. I mean, Kevin, he's, he's probably our best offensive player, right? I mean, he's a freak. Him. He's a freak. He's a freak. And having him and Vernon on the field at the same time is another option. Great. It would be amazing to have. And Alex Smith has proven time and time again he's very capable of adapting to any receiver. So that will cut the rep amount time down for a vet like Jordan Reed and a guy like Alex Smith. The filling out process that Kirk wasn't great with, I think, is something that Alex Smith brings to the table for this immediate fire start. My problem is the big toe. Jordan's big toe is one thing. Coming from a guy with a big head to another guy with head issues, six concussions is another He's not, always knocking on the door yeah. of what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. I'm not counting he's on freaking him. freaking me out. I'm not counting on him. I'm just, I'm just banking on the fact that hopefully he's there at some point, but I'm not counting on it. We're, we're a way better team when he plays. Um, I, I just also, yes, we are. The, yes, we are. And in, as long as he can play. But I, I thought that it's interesting, you know, uh, opportunity to look at what his contract says. Um, guaranteed money's done after this season. Um, so he's going to have to prove it anyway. I, he's going to have to prove yeah. either that he is – truthfully, uh, can get healthy, or that he is such a special player when he is healthy that he's worth something. If he's not, he's oh, that, I, I think that I think we've seen that. But, yes, yeah, the but first people question are is the more appropriate. You don't, would you want them to reinvest in him if he has the exact, if not, you know, worse year this year? You I can't. believe there's no chance that we re-up with Jordan Reed oh. after this season, depending so, on whatever, no matter what happens. He's, he's so he plays this season. Guaranteed money is over. Um, if he, in my opinion, if he's healthy, they'll bring him back. I don't think he's being overpaid for what he can do. It just hasn't, you know. Especially if he has a good year this year. Obviously, he's coming back um, n- next season. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play this is year, is it he's a lost hurt. investment at this point? An even investment no. or, or, or a gain? No, no. You got to pay these guys. No. you got to take you got to take chances Yo, on guys like this. We, we got him late enough in the draft to be to, to his talent level and what he did early on. He completely over over triumphed. He, he completely oversold himself, undersold himself, and overplayed. Remember, gosh, the guy was like twenty years old, played quarterback, and did everything. Uh, he was so good so soon. That was a huge deal for us getting him when we got him. And now, oh, man, the deal right now is fine for what he does, but it's not fine if, not, if he's not on the field this year. No yeah. chance. I, so, I mean, I think it's a good situation for the Redskins in the sense that if he plays well and, and he is the player that he's supposed to be and can be, all is well. He comes back. Um, and, you know, you know because because if, if it's the opposite of that and he's not healthy and he doesn't contribute and they have to start thinking about whether or not he becomes a cap casualty, there's ramifications for the organization there, too. Dead cap space. There's still some dead cap space. Um, it's not the cleanest way. I mean, the best the best outcome for everyone is if he's healthy and plays well. If he has a Zimmerman like performance in twenty seventeen. Ryan Zimmerman? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, I mean, if he's that's, just gone, that's about as. I mean, that's, that's as about great as, as it can be. I think that, that that's the best it could possibly mm-hmm. be. Um, and I, on the Alex Smith side of the coin, I don't think there's any. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's anything they they need to establish in August that they can't pick up uh, on, yeah. on, on in the first game. I mean, I I just don't. I mean, they can. They'll. they'll I know practice isn't the same as games, but Alex Smith is a uh, surgeon. He knows how to throw to tight ends. He, he especially knows how to throw to tight ends like Jordan Reed, and Jordan Reed knows how to catch the ball. And I think that's all there is to it. Hell yeah. Um, With 150 in the bank already and nothing but leadership, that guy's adapted to everything, gone through everything. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, uh, Kevin, who, if you're, we're keeping four running backs this season, who are they and today? You're saying four from the six-pack, buddy. Full, full agreement. I think uh, absolute... Geis is, you know, I'm not getting all overhyped, and, and T and I have had this conversation. What he's doing in the community is amazing. That's separate from football. Some people are combining that and giving him, you know, the Rookie of the Year award and that and this, the other. He's going to produce at what level it's going to be good. Could be great. This could be somewhere in between, I think. Yep. Absolutely, Chris Thompson coming back healthy. What a weapon. And uh, I think P. Ryan gets the carries, but I think that uh, Fat Rob sticks around a little bit, too. Still on a rookie deal. Still can provide tons of value to the team. What, T, do you think that they need to carry a fullback? They haven't carried a fullback in years. Yeah, so they had Mike Sellers a, f- a while back. I'm trying to think of who they Durrell. Oh, yeah, D.Y. D.Y. D-Y. was the last one. Yeah. Um, it's that's just not a Jay Gruden thing. It's not in Jay Gruden's offense. Unless that guy can catch. And if they need it or something like it, they take one of the smaller, more compact H-backs and put him – you know, in motion or, or let him be a lead back. I mean, that's – it's just not a need on a 53-man roster in 2018's NFL. It just I isn't. Don't think so well, Niles I Paul kind of filled fullbacks. that little role then. And I don't know if we have a hybrid-type guy like a Niles Paul on the roster right now that could, you know, present a fullback opportunity in certain packages. Well, it would be place. a guy like Sprinkle, you know, a guy that on a goal line can do something or on a short yardage can do something. Uh, you know, a guy that could be even a decoy, but – a guy who can just start one yard behind and, you know, pull or lead block somewhere or get the edge. So what That's you're saying is. is we put Deron Payne in there and let him run our short yardage goal. I, I, catch a why field. not? <clears throat> I made that argument. I've why made that not? argument before. Yeah, he's done it on a, on a huge on a huge stage yes. once or twice. I think so. they need to put Payne in at quarterback and run a quarterback sneak. How about that? What the Redskins The old uh, Jared Lorenzen uh, package? Yes. From Kentucky? T-Bird tracking, that's the craziest yeah. shit I've ever heard you say. What about, or just put Trent Williams back there, right, Kev? <laughs> you, know, you know that's my guy. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll let him punt. He can punt. All right, so best Redskin cut by the end of camp. Best. Guy Ooh, who definitely is absolutely getting picked up and playing somewhere else. Oh. God, I think there's so many. I think it's McCoy. McCoy is McCoy is the one that I that people got to eventually, and I think I. I mean, hey, if it's if we like Hogan, if you look at it also from the business perspective, why they went out and and got Hogan in the first place uh, it, for it, Alex, it frees up money, it gives Cole a chance to go somewhere else and, and, and extend his career. I don't think they they have him as the future of the Redskins. That's all. Oh no, definitely not. Well, it's his last year. Uh, but gosh, you know, I know we're Hogan guys. I actually have Hogan on my list and not Colt McCoy. Wow. 
because I think that much that highly of Kevin Hogan. Right. I just think that Colt McCoy, as Gruden's guy, is out there right now. He's polished up, ready to go as one of the top guys that could step in and run a team. Uh, not the Nick Foles situation, but hey, he, having Colt McCoy is is you know. Uh, we've overlooked that a little bit as we've talked about it. And that's why I have Kevin Hogan on my possibilities list of best players that we cut. And I'm doing that also because I don't want it to happen. But yeah. we'll see. Um, Pernell McPhee was, was thrown out by a couple people. I, I, don't think, wow. I don't think we're cutting him. Um, I don't. But if we did, he would be playing for someone right away. I think. I'm pretty well, sure he could play the you league. Know. I mean, damn, Pernell McVeigh, and we got him on the cheap, 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 so that's not going to hurt us or kill us. But, you know, I don't know. Junior Gallette turned down two years for $10 million, then we signed Pernell McVeigh real quick. Yep. You know, uh, I think there's a reason that was in the plans. If he can stay healthy, he's on the team. The one I was shocked about seeing <clears throat> on the comments was Orlando Scandrick. It depends who emerges. Yeah, I think but. people have mentioned that and on, on the Twitters and whatnot, but, you know, maybe it comes maybe, out to when they get together, and he's start on the starting defense. It could, one. It could I, very I well be pushed back from his comments about getting Dez, though. <laughs> just yeah, that's bitter, Just bitter that's, Twitter that's, kind of people. Forget about that. Ziggy Hood jumped out to me, guys. You know, yep. a guy that the coaching staff loves that was forced to play out of position and played every position and, and gave a gave a ton of snaps to us last year. I think uh, with this big push on the D-line, that's a big name right there that's given us everything heart-wise, mentally, physically, and, you know, he might be gone. That's how it works. You hear that? A little uh, Commodores. Can you, hear, can you hear the Commodores coming through there, Kev? I can't. It's your old song. There's it's, like a delay. Yours, and yours I know. and Kevin's song. Let me give you a little bit of that. There you go. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I've Ken been really wishes you were down here in Carolina for four straight nights. Uh, I, I believe they've all been doubles, to tell you the truth. And, uh, you know, I am missing the basement tonight, but, man, I'm telling you guys, pure Americana. What a great place to be with family and friends down here. Good Lordy. And this, is Redskin second, this is everywhere. the second There's Redskins fans everywhere down here in this part of the world. That's That's special. Man, I saw I, I saw a big hit today. I saw a lady drill uh, with her truck, another man with a truck. And she got out with a Redskins golf outfit on. The, the R insignia, the old Joe Gibbs R yeah, insignia yeah, yeah. on the lapel with a matching skort with an R on the skort. And what? I thought maybe she was someone special. I didn't get involved. They just said someone hit a white truck. I ran outside. You do have a white truck. She walked up to him and said, is that your truck? Yeah, I hit it. It was a good hit, from what I understand. And I'd expect nothing less from a lady down here. Kill Devil Hills wearing the R everywhere on her gear. I love it. Sure wasn't a hog yet? She was not a hog yet, sir. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a good investigative question. You crossed it off the list. You know, I was in. You're yeah. narrowing Just it down. Wondering. Just wondering. Um, so, I don't know. I, I thought... I can't stop thinking and talking about, and we're going to do it on the hotbox in like 15, 10, 15 minutes, is uh, talk about the era of super teams in the NBA. And I would just want to ask you guys, I don't Ooh. think it's, it's, it's not, it, it would never look the same uh, from basketball to football. I mean, a super team in the NFL is not going to look what, like what a super team does in, in the NBA. And 
I also, I don't, I don't know why the New England's always the super team. Yeah, but it's, so well, let's define what a, what a super team is because I, I recall there was a few years back, probably like five or six years ago, Deion Sanders tried to do a package deal. He tried to get together with a couple other um, aging veterans and go all go one place. Um, it didn't work out, and they couldn't pull Go it together. Go Uncle Drew on him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I wanted to say Jerry Rice was called. Oh, no. But anyways, um, we're not going to have 22 All-Stars on your NFL team the way Golden State starting five All-Stars. But uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> so I thought I would attack it two ways. First of all, I'd ask you guys if you think there's been, there have been examples of super teams where they were able to, to attract guys. Guys came and played for less um, to be part of something. Um, it, or on the other side of it, I, I don't think the NFL – I think the NFL is much well, stronger than so the NBA. I, I, it's disgusting for me to think about it, but I know Dallas fans would talk about the era of Aikman, Irvin, Sanders. But they drafted those Smith. guys. Well, still, I mean, I, they, they would make that argument. And then that line – in the line, they were a they were a super space team. They were a super team for a while. Uh, you have to admit it. I mean, they were. Okay, you know, boys, so. I, uh, I got to think about this a little bit, and uh, uh, man, the, the, the Bay Area is what yeah, sparked this whole conversation, yeah. and the Bay Area is what it takes me back to. And the closest thing to a super team was to me the Forty ers starting out in the eighties with the Bill Walsh era yep. uh, and it wasn't a super team by trade because you know the Lakers and the Celtics in the NBA at that exact same time were also trade. super teams but when you get a Charles Haley that comes back and re-signs when you got Dion coming to sign when you're that team that that's what reminded me most yep. of Bookie Cousins signing the other day like Charles Haley with you know more rings than fingers on one hand. He was never afraid to come back and re-sign with San Fran. Dion wanted to go back and do a little San Fran. Like they already had a super team with Rice, Taylor, Rathman, Montana, Young, Lot. I mean, they had they had all of that going on. That resembles it. The closest, in my opinion, is, is, is that squad picking yeah. up those little pieces year in year out. I know that seventy-two certain, Dolphins. Well, there was a certain somebody uh, twenty years ago who thought he was building a super team. Um, when he signed Bruce Smith and Mark Carrier yeah. and uh, Deion Sanders all at the same time. That, I mean, it was like almost like Bosch, Wade, LeBron-esque when they, you know, the fever. Uh, we thought, I mean, we, we thought we were, uh, we were over the hump. That, that, that these guys were coming to D.C. Uh, because they wanted to be part of something awesome. Meanwhile, they were coming because Snyder was like guaranteeing their, mo- their money up front and writing huge checks. He was a jock sniffer. That's right. what he was. I mean, well, yeah, a very, very, very wealthy jock sniffer. Uh, yes. Uh, I think he also team. had, like, G.I. Joe versus Transformers set up in the room with Redskin jerseys on one side, yep. and, they, and they crushed every time he played. Every time. Had some Dinobots yeah. in there, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think Snyder had Dinobots. I feel like he just had, like, all the coolest stuff that came out. <laughs> I had Dinobots. Helmet. You had Dinobots. Bunk bed. He didn't hit yeah, that, he didn't hit that. A one-person one bunk bed definitely existed. <laughs> so what do we what do we got going on uh, for the, the next week here, guys? So we're, we're coming back next week. All three of us will be in the basement next week. All three be here. May have some mystery guests. We don't know. Maybe we might, we're, we're gonna have Kevin Hogan on. Kevin Hogan. The week after that, July seventeenth. You heard it here. Uh, Washington Redskins backup quarterback in a tense quarterback battle with. Uh, 
Colt McCoy. That's not a battle at all. They'll it'll come down to whether they have they want to keep two or three, um, and I, I don't know. I, it'll come down and I, so the quarterback you know uh, decision is interesting because um, Alex does have that history with Kevin, and yeah. it's got to be Short meaningful. Short history, but a history. Sure, uh, and. And I don't know how. I mean, I know how much Jay Gruden loves Colt McCoy. I mean, he loves him. Yeah, yeah. So but we, it is a business. Remember that. That's right. It is a business. So and he is not the future of this business. I, but I, but I do believe that they'll take the guy who plays the best in August. I don't. I. I, I mean, if Colt has a tiny edge just for being around, but is he, Colt's no longer backing Probably up right Kirk. Now, that would you would have to say that's correct. I believe that they'll take the best guy. See how it goes in the camp. See how it goes yep. in preseason. That's 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 going to be a battle worth watching. Preseason. Yeah, and everyone, no, nothing against Colt, nothing against Kevin. But the, no, both those guys are both good players, and that's great for the Redskins that we have competition at our backup levels. That's ridiculous. That has not been the case very often, or or for long stretches. Um, and that's an absolute fact. And Kevin Hogan brings a ton of competition yep. to the quality of human being guests that we have had down in the basement and on the show for the last three years. Because. That's as good of a dude as there is, as good of a player as it was around our area. But, man, you know, we always have our, 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 our stuff back and forth. McNamara, DeMatha, Gonzaga, St. John's, all a bunch of local guys here. And, yeah, we don't want to give the tip of the hat to the Gonzaga guy, but you know what? He forces it. No, he's one of He hand-forces it. <laughs> yep. Yep, he yeah, sure he, does. He's the real deal. He, he's from the league, not and, just and Gonzaga. And that's why, certainly why we're a in his fan. camp and why he's coming on the show, you know. Same as us. Uh, hey, so, I, I, real quick, before we get off of this, Keith Rick is in, in, in the house right now trying to help me through a little tooth injury. You know, it gets yeah. tough vacationing down there like this. Uh, that's, a, that's the leading passer, the leading passing quarterback in the history of Maryland State High School football. J.D. Rick, my, my other brother, is, is a guy that had a, a, an incredible career, St. John's and all that guy. When, when St. John's played Gonzaga, J.D. was three years out of college. The head coach called J.D. and asked him to come down and run seven-on-seven seven and run the, the other team's offense. They were playing against Kevin Hogan that week. He had lit him up two weeks previous. Nice. They brought my brother in to, to pretend to be the scout quarterback named Kevin Hogan. And he went out there and spun it for a week. And I'll tell you, my brother can spin it. And, of course, Kevin Hogan can too. But... You know, when the cadets got that W, there was a big, uh, a big uh, a jacket headed towards JD's way. This is the fun stuff. We sat here yep. today talk about it on the beach. That's great. You emulated Kevin Hogan at your high, at your alma mater. That's how important <laughs> this stuff is around here. This is what That's we awesome. do. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, one time they had me come and be play the uh, help the team get ready for the oh, sixth seed. At uh, yeah, I'm just just kidding there, T. Don't worry, don't worry. It was a doubles match, and everyone knows it was a doubles tennis match. On us. Wrap Kevin, it up. Kevin, Wrap it up. we got anything Wrap else going on down in Kill Devil Hills before we get out of here tonight, Kevin Ricca? No, nah, man, I'm just uh, I'm just happy to be a part of all these people. It's nice to come somewhere else and see how many Redskins fans there are. Oh, and yeah. sit here, look at the comments, and realize all of our studs that come and listen to us every single week, man. You know, uh, Andrew Griffith Humphreys has not gotten enough of love. This guy listens in every week. This guy's he's bringing it. Brandon Sowers is bringing it. Dave of Chapman, course, our man James. You. I mean. Seriously, man. Exactly. Appreciate it's you guys. Just, it's so cool so to be amongst Redskins Nation when you're, uh, you know, not exactly in the metropolitan area. And it's not the DMV for the old school cats. It's the metropolitan area. That's right. CVS is also people. And Montgomery Donuts, RIP. <laughs> I was thinking about Montgomery Donuts They were the other so day. damn good, man. Yeah, they were. Oh, my God. 
I was coming from the other side of the Beltway for some Montgomery Donuts. Yeah, that's a fact, buddy. I'd be 473 pounds right now if they were still in business. Hey, raise one so for you're Montgomery only Donuts. I mean, that's good. good Thanks, homie. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, until next Tuesday, when we will all be back together. Hope you guys uh, have a great fourth. Hope everyone else out there Everybody has, a, has have an awesome a great fourth. fourth. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America, right? Yeah. And it, well, happy birthday to American independence. It's just one of the Whatever. best damn holidays for no reason and every reason. It's amazing. No pressure, no gifts, no BS. We put have our, a good ass time. Rick and everyone. I put our, uh, our, our new tradition on hold for this year. We will, oh, okay. yeah, that we, will resume, we will resume it next year. You will resume making it new yes. again next year. Yes. Yes, understood. understood. It was a three-year, it was a good three-year stint, I, I tell you that. Though. Yeah, we only go on a vacation every third year. I got two more years of freedom on the fourth. Yeah, there you go. I also think Kevin has exhausted his First Amendment sports um, leave. His PTO? Yeah. I don't know. You accrue it, so I will have to check with HR. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous the leniency you guys have given me. The, the rope has has got a lot of slack in it. He and, I, some, and I do appreciate that. He had some paternity leave left over that he just was able yeah. to use. It was a use or lose, so uh, he used it. Yes, and I'm assuming that with four boys, future diehard Redskin fans under the age of two, and I promise you. Whether they're going to be a Redskin or just a fan, there's four maniacs coming up with the burgundy and gold right in front of them. Yep. Yep. Sit them down, old school style. Give them some old, some old stories. Get a diesel horn in yeah. that house immediately. Uh, hey, they're all getting it. Everyone here, everyone, it's Bible. We all know it's religion. All right, man. Until then, he is Kevin Ricca. Hey, thank you guys for letting me call in. Thank you, St. Megan Marangolo, for switching up the phone that, uh, Butthead tracking has that causes everyone to freak out. Oh, really? Maybe that's, you maybe guys, that's you part of your go thing. that low on your way out. Uh, it I is. didn't say butthole. It Notice is. I didn't say butthole. You Are didn't. You sure, he did. That was classy of you. Butthead. Uh, I thought. He is. About as good as it gets. <laughs> Tim Samsung Strecken. I appreciate you, Kevin. Uh, Ken, Kevin, you can go screw yourself. <laughs> Enjoy vacation. My wife just reminded me I was very complimentary of you like four times tonight. I freaked out and had to do something. Sorry, bud. Have a great 4th of July. Tell Leslie and the girls, Ken, Megan and the kids. Yep. Hey, it's so much fun to be family and fun. And Kensington is a great place. The second best place right now on earth to celebrate the 4th. Heck yeah. Kill Devil Hills. We'll know the Rick is forever. Join us <laughs> in a matter of minutes over on First Amendment Sports Facebook Live for the Hot Box with Kevin and Darren McClinton. Where Check we will out. talk about a few things that have gone on in the last 24 hours or 48 hours that uh, get are, interesting. are of interest to the basketball-loving world. <laughs> D- little brother has a lot to get off his chest tonight. And, he, and I just watched him eat a whole bag of jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. So it's about yeah, to be Yeah, well, he said he needed three strong fire. drinks. Tell him he owes me. And yeah. I have the date circled. Yeah. It's next week. The d- Tuesday is circled. All right. I got you. Sorry. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, Kensington, Maryland, Basement Podcast Studio Network, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. Later, guys. Until next week. Working on our-